Hey, yo, we about to tear it up. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka Potty Mouth of the South. And my name is Chris Mitchell, aka the professional pessimist. The professional pessimist yep. in the I love that. That's my favorite aka of yours, because I think it rings true. I think we all have to have a pessimism in our lives, considering uh, the situation we're currently in. Well, and that I, lockdown and that the government failing us and that. I'm glad you like it. I think that's the reason why I've been running with it for so long because it's it, it just sticks. It works. It just really you know I'm not trying to say you know I'm a what's the word a negative Nancy all the time. I like, to, I like to think you know I'm a, you know a healthy dose of pessimism keeps me balanced. No 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 fair fair. Um, you keeping well? Life, health, mental, all good. I think so, man. I'm still breathing. Do you know what I mean? We'll find out when I'm dead in it. Oh no! See that? How will we find out if you're dead? That doesn't work. Well, you know what? You know what? So morbid, bro. Why are you always talking about death for, bro? You ain't two pack, <laughs> you get me? Always on this two pack shit, in it, bro. I was watching a um Chris <laughs> Benoit documentary. Um, oh yeah, yes. There's, there's there's this show called The Dark Side of the Ring, which okay. talks about um like all the dark stories, pun intended, that happen yeah. in in the wrestling business. Yeah, mm. Chris Benoit's story is very serious, bro. Really? Yeah. It, it was it, it was crazy what happened with him but like there are so many stories like that where you have this kind of abuse and obviously there was i'm guessing there was um uh, substances involved there was a lot going on there was a lot of um you know uh, a lot of people may see this as me trying to sympathize with someone who killed their family but he was depressed man he checked out mentally he checked out yeah no this is what i mean this is yeah we'll say we'll say that the ted bibiasi documentary that's done by his son is that any good I haven't seen it. I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was a documentary. So there's, a, there's, um, yeah, there's something on Prime. I mean, you know, Ted Bibiasi is uh, say his name properly, isn't it? Sorry, Ted Dibiasi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck out on it. So basically, right, that guy, right, money, 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 and that who yeah. had Virgil as his assistant and that slavery and that, yeah, mad, right? racist. mad racist. Yeah, that was so racist, bro. You see, but... how gave, you see how they gave Virgil the new Jack Swing theme song, bro? Like his new Jack Swing, like it was like a, <laughs> like a bootleg Teddy Riley. Had, had uh, Teddy Riley's man done yeah, with, with, the white, with the white shorts and the red tassels? I'm like, nah, what a living man. No, so there's a, there's a, on Amazon Prime there is a documentary on on the wrestler, and apparently it's done by his son. I haven't watched it. I, I, it's kind of one of the safe for later's because that ta- that time of wrestling I used to watch more of. Um, I got into the corporation and and when the Rock broke free from that, and then the Rock Stone Cold and all that. But a lot of my childhood memories of wrestling are. Ted Bibiasi, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Sid Justice, Undertaker, all that, that 90, the real... He said, he said Sid Justice, not even Sid Vicious, you know, or Psycho... Sid, no, 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 Sid Justice, I know him as Sid Justice. He was a bad man, he was a bad man. Yeah, 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 he was, he was, he was. I, I, I remember... Oh, um, the only white guy who had a, a Jericho and an Afro at the same time. <laughs> you know it's that? I don't know, I didn't know. That's so I'm funny you say that. He was fire. It's so funny you see <laughs> that he was. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you make me laugh. You make I'm me sorry, laugh. Sorry, no, but it's, the thing is, it's fun. That like Homer Simpson would say it's funny because it's true. Yeah, all the best. You know? All the best jokes are true. No, 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 definitely, definitely. So la- uh, last week, um, the last episode, rather, we talked about rap intros, uh, and we thought a good way to kind of end that chapter is to do outros. So songs uh, where a, a rapper is um, obviously um, putting the lyrical breakdown on the end of an album, not bonus tracks, none of those, just simple rap songs, um, kind of similar to what we do with intros, reasons why, kind of either significance of the song itself, how to close out a, a solid album, kind of the bookend of an album. Um, and that's how I've approached it. I've approached it in the same way. I've done it the same yeah. way, bro. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was funny because looking at some of the, it's really random. Like some of these songs that are that end an album tend to be massive, like tend to be songs that are placed in a DJ D Nice IG party or Just Blaze or Stack Selector. You just forget, like ain't ain't, ain't hard to tell closes out with Mac. It's mad. Yeah, yeah. I think you you you've you've um highlighted an example like. 
you can have what I call a showstopper. Yeah. So I would say it ain't hard to tell is is a is a showstopper. Um, but you also have those tracks that are kind of make you think. You know, you yeah. meditate and you kind of ruminate over the the concept of the album, the ideas presented, the messages, and all those kind of things. So, yeah, you've definitely highlighted. You have you have the 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 big the big closers. You know, the knockout punches, but you also have the jabs and the light hooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the and the introspective songs that kind yeah. of tend to tend to kind of end the journey of someone. Because sometimes an album is for an artist the journey through their life, and that end song is. A culmination of everything that just gone through. Yeah. So um, you mentioned about uh, you know like a book. You, I think you yeah. mentioned something mm-hmm. about a book. So what I wrote here is um a good a good closing track is uh is the tail to the album's top. It ends the story, but it also sets the scene for for more chapters. So when I think yeah. in that respect, suicidal thoughts. Mm. Biggie killed himself at, at the beginning of his, uh, sorry at the end of his first album, but there was always this this um this hope that you know he would somehow come back and tell the story and he did you know you know with the opening of life after death when he said previously on, on ready to die yeah, so yeah, yeah. again some some tracks are showstoppers but i think suicidal thoughts was one of those those songs that closed the album but it really stayed with you and the shock value in particular was quite high do you, i think about this now as you're talking because you raise a really good point do you think like at a point especially in just music generally and, and more particularly in rap do you ever feel felt like last song was sometimes that you know the showstopper side of things you're talking about? Do you think sometimes um, labels or artists used to put some of their best songs, sometimes you know, a remix at the end of the song just to remind everyone? Because I like, I think about like Quiet Storm as a, the remix at the end of Murder Music. I think of Ain't Ain't Hard to Tell, big song at the end. But then on the flip side, you've got songs like Last Call, like Kanye or something like that, which is a, isn't necessarily a big song. It's how to close an album, how to do all the shouts, that, even in memory of, right? Hard to earn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's hard to, that, no. Moment of Truth. No. Yeah, Moment of Truth. Uh, coming for that ass is, um, is hard to earn. But like sometimes I think to myself, is there, were there, was there a moment, especially in the 90s, where labels would put like a remix of the biggest song they had? or ain't, I think Ain't Hard to Tell was a single up at one point. I think it was yeah, released so. as one of the singles. I, I guess, I guess, in in answer to your question, um, I, I I tend not to look at it in a deep way. Um, I look at it more as put the song and the remix um, on the end of the album to drive sales. Simple as. Mm. Or what would happen yeah. is when they reissued an album, you would have the remix pasted to the end. So an example yes. of that would be SWV's first album, "It's About Time." Um, mm-hmm. It originally came out with the the uh, the first version of Right Here. When the Human Nature remix blew up, all the future presses then had the Human Nature uh, remix replaced, um, replacing the original. Bone Thugs, um, E11, I always get this title mixed up, E1999 <laughs> Eternal. Um, yeah. They were an original version of Crossroads. Um, yes. But when, you know, the version we all know, which samples the Isleys, that one blew up, they pasted that version on the repress. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so it's, interesting. I think mo- mo- most of the time it's, it's to drive sales. Okay, so I've I've done I've got a, a list like uh, like last episode. Okay, this time I've broken it down into kind of regions to make it easier. Nice. Um, so I will let's start let's start with the West Coast. Okay, I've got a few. Sure. Um, so I'm gonna go definitely. I'll, I'll start with Cube, right? No Vaseline. We'll, we'll start with that, just purely for the for the vicious nature of the song. Showstopper. I knock mean, out, knock out punch. <laughs> I mean, when, yeah, when you're talking about showstoppers, Chris, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> he ripped it's, into um, Easy so bad. It's but, a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, there's that. Um, I would put um, the message. Two thousand and one. Love that song. I mean, it's 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 such an introspective song but the beat is so like it's so dominant Mm -hmm. and 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 you know i love dre's voice dre's voice in rap i don't care if he doesn't write his own raps his voice is just oh his voice voice and delivery are top notch like he delivers the rhymes look we we're in the know in it so we know he doesn't write his stuff Mm. Mm. but at the same time i'm listening to dre thinking to myself okay 
Nocturnal wrote this, DLC wrote this, but at the same time, it's almost like he still wrote it because the delivery is so, so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, I think the message, this is just a personal thing because I have these discussions in my head a lot. I think it's, I have a, a list of perfect rap songs. Right. Or just perfect songs in general. Yeah, for you. I think, yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. message is a, is a perfect song. Royce the Five Nine wrote that song, actually. Um, is, is that right? Yeah, Royce wrote it. Yeah. Damn. And that was produced by Lord Finesse. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. I had. Right. I actually have the original version of no. Lord. I've got Lord Finesse's version. He called it the Chinese beat, but Dre wanted it so much, so he sold it to Dre. And um, based on you know Lord Finesse's rationale, he was like, "Look, I want." It was originally produced for the Awakening album, so that's the album with Hip to the right. Game and um, Actual Facts. Yeah, yeah. He decided yeah. to sell it to Dre because he knew Dre's Dre's project would have sold way more than his. So. I would assume Lord Finesse is getting a very nice royalty check to this day for that song. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would have got a good check for that beat as well. Yeah, so the original has the original has Rel on it. I think it's just Rel, but Dre's version has Rel and Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Mary J. Yeah, that's right. Mary great, J. killed it. Great that. song. Great song. Um, we'll go with uh, Pump Pump, Snoop. Yep. Um, that, that's just for memory. That's just for a childhood thing. Okay. Like hearing that, uh, Pump Pump. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit um it's a bit aggressive in it it's so aggressive but that album is is uh, it's such a good album snoop oh, man we definitely grail. got hmm? i call it holy grail hip-hop right it's up explain there. that so basically there's certain albums that just one are required listening and two i don't think your collection is complete without it and it's, it's just it just snoop's first album is mount rushmore caliber sorry it's one of the greatest albums ever made. I think I think we do it a disservice by saying it's one of the best hip hop albums. One of the greatest albums ever made. Mm. Every line could be sampled and turned into another song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that assessment. I think that's spot on. I think that's spot on. Ten. Um, let's do. All right, as we're going in, in that kind of order and that era, we'll do. I, I've got um, against all odds, two pack. Okay, interesting pick. I like that album. The, the Machiavelli album is probably outside of... I know everyone loves All Eyes on Me, the big songs and all that, and it's a good album, the double disc. It's a, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a feat to do a double disc. My personal, it's either the Machiavelli album or Against All Odds. I know, uh, get, uh, me Against the World, sorry. Okay. Um, those are my personal. I don't, I, you know, I dabble in, in All Eyes on Me just for the songs, but... Uh, I've got all against all odds. I like that, um, and then I've kind of got game like father like son. I think him and Buster did really well on the documentary um, as an outro. I also like that album too. Classic. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great. Album. I think Buster like Buster gets shout. He does he does little ad libs here and there. He's on some tribe outros and he, he did really well on this one in particular. I yeah, like. Um, he's got a really good. I'm not, I'm not going to say really good, but Buster's singing voice, or when he when he incorporates the melodies, I think it's part of his um, artistic repertoire that doesn't get spoken about enough. And he was also very um, aggressive on the intro to The Shining. Um, the Shining, The Shining. Dilla. Yes. Um, yes. Very, very, very aggressive. I was listening to it yesterday. I was like, oh, let me play, let me let me play some FIFA. Let me whack on some records. Whack on. Uh, and I, you know, obviously I hadn't heard it in a while. Um, and my wife's sitting there and she's looking at me like, why is Bus Rhyme swearing this much? <laughs> I mean, he's the dungeon dragon, isn't it? I know, but I just think like, I can't be down, I can't be down. I just switched it to the locks, um, money, okay. power and respect. To, wow. To... <laughs> wow. You, 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 you cleaned it up, didn't you? <laughs> we should talk about that. I, oh man, I forgot how good an album that was. Um, well, I, I have mixed feelings about it. It's, it's, I like the, I like the way it's, um, Sequenced and produced. Let's just say that I like the I think, intro. I think there's a um, there's a musical equivalent of beer goggles. I think oftentimes we listen to music that's older, and maybe yeah. subconsciously we compare it to what's come out, what's coming out now, or what the the particular artist has released in recent years, and we compare more favorably. But that's a topic for another day. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, I've got Schoolboy Q oxymoron outro. Okay, because um, I think. That's good. I also don't think he, he. I like him. I also think that that whole crew, Absol, too, they get overlooked sometimes because of the shadow of, of of Kendrick. I think people who enjoy hip hop, um, 
they really do appreciate that crew um, as a collective. Absolutely. Um, I've got High Power from Section 80. Okay. And I've got Duckworth, of course. Um, oh, I forgot about that one. That one's good. That's a good Duckworth one. is... Oh, I could... We've got I, I, on the beats in I, one song. Yeah, I, I sometimes just like to listen to that to just get me hype. Yeah. I think it's such a brilliant, well-produced song. Kendrick Lamar has amazing clothing songs because I've got I've got a, I've got two of his songs on my list here. So Compton from yeah yeah, yeah 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 it just felt real celebratory. Just Blaze, uh, Dre on the Just Blaze track sounded amazing. Um, yep. So Mortal Man from To Pimp a Butterfly. There's Butterfly. always yeah. you know you remember what I said at the beginning of the podcast that sometimes it, the the messages in the closing songs it just stays with you and lets you yeah yeah, yeah 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 Kendrick Lamar has a knack of doing that with his clothing songs. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, every one of his clothing songs always, always have you looking forward to the next chapter of the story. No, I, th- I think that's what I think as well. But I think there are some artists that are an athlete level that do that. Agreed. Um, I think Kendrick is one of them. Well, um, I think I'll go Midwest-ish. I'll put Kanye Last Call. I like that. Um, I've got um, from the clips Jada Styles. I'm not you. I've put in the upper dying. From the south. So I picked this up on vinyl and I forgot. Um, this is Master P. Uh, the album uh, Only uh, God Can Judge Me. That album. I've never heard. Um, Get your mind right with C C Murder on it at the end. Um, pretty big track. Um, I've got Lil Wayne, Don't Get It. Um, and one I'm going to... Sorry? From the Carter Three. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And then i got um, My President. My President is Black, Jeezy and Nas. Okay. That ends off the recession. I think it was a massive song. Your picks, your picks are quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you have a varied taste, a varied it, uh, musical it, palette. So it really depends on... It depends on my mood, and it depends on how I'm viewing that particular record, okay. um, or that particular artist for that particular time. Right. Gotcha. So I, I look at. So I, I even looked at that. I was trying to dig in and go, "What Lupe? Lupe? He must have something." Then I found Lost Generation with Big Crit and Lupe. His and one of his clothing songs from um, Food and Liquor Two. He had um, it's called um, Hood Now, and he basically goes through Black history, talking about how we've impacted popular culture and all that kind of stuff. So he talks about. Um, you know, they gave us scraps. Um, we cooked it up and called it soul. It's good now. It's good now. It talks about yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson yeah. on TV. It's hood now. Do you know what I mean? It's really, it's really I love yeah, the transition yeah. from music to food to slang and all the kind of things we do. So definitely check that one out. Yeah, and, it's, 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 it's smart. Yeah, yeah, smart, smart. And plus, I like Crit too. Um, oh, you're talking about... Big Crit, Cad, um, the Big Crit album. That album is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the album cover is hard. Bro, he covered that Scarface. He, he covered my favorite Scarface tune. Um, now I feel ya. He did a right. song called Lack Lack with uh, ASAP Ferg. The track is bad. See, what I'm saying, but that album is great, and that, I think the outro to that, I was just like, oh damn, Crit and Lupe. Yeah, that, I, I I can dig that. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, it really depends when when looking at this. I'm really. It looks like I'm looking at. Okay, how did this outro fit the album in general? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it might just be a really good song. And sometimes it just might close out an album really well. And I got like, um, so the recession is good, right? My President is Black is a great way to end that album because it's looking at the time where Obama gets elected. Um, you got this financial crisis, things are bleak, and you've got this song that's pretty uplifting that people are rallying about behind. And then on the flip side, I've got something like 10 Jesus Pieces, uh, Rick Ross. I, I love that song, but I feel... The beat is, I mean, just I. It's purely for the beat. I love that beat. Bro. The beat is so amazing. I ended up buying the original album um, and song. Um, it's Jeffrey Osborne, baby. But I think Stally wasted an opportunity on that. But again, that's another topic for another day. Now, and I think to myself, about what the, I was looking at rather Rick Ross albums. So I looked at Mastermind. I think I said, you know, Mastermind's a good album. And I uh-huh. thought, ah, oh, Souls of Mischief sample, you know. No, yeah, uh, um, thug, it was Thug Cry. Thug Cry, exactly. My memory's crazy. Um, so I got I got that in there too. Okay. Uh, oh, and then yeah. I, and I went Outcast, Day in the Life of Benjamin 
Andre. Okay, I have one on. I have one of their songs on here, "Chunky Fire" from Aquemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so I got, I got them, and then like, I'll, I'll touch on Drake later because he's a separate top. It's a slight separate topic, and then uh, so I've done the South, I've done the West, the kind of Midwest. I got the East. The East has got I got a lot. I got more of that really because it's probably my musical taste, and I'm 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 biased and partial to that more. So we already spoken about um, "Ain't Hard to Tell" from Illmatic. Um, if I rule the world. Showstopper song. Um, it was a big song at the time. It was a big song. It was a big commercial hit. Whether you like it, it's a different story. It's a That's big true. song. It's a bit... But it's if, a big song. If I'm going to be picky, the UK version of that album had Silent Murder as um, the bonus track. That is a closing song, right? Yeah, but but if, you, if you're looking at the impact of that song, um, you one may not like it, but it was a pretty big song. I think the lyrics on that song are amazing. Um, I love yeah. what you're on there. The yeah. beat, it's, you know, it's... But it's, beat it's Nas. It's of its time. But no, no, it's Nas, isn't it? Beat, yeah. Beats and Nas don't necessarily go together. Sometimes. I mean, that's the, that's what they're saying. I mean, it's true, though. It's the truth. They don't... They He does tend to pick some really terrible beats at, in, for parts of his album that don't require it, and it ends up just... Messing up the the flow of it, you know. You sound and, like um, you sound like DJ Vlad. I'm a culture vulture, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'm the Asian Vlad. I'm a, <laughs> I'm da- I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not disagree. I'm the Asian Vlad. Fuck it. Um, I can't say the full uh, version uh, of, or oh, I can't say the full title of this song. Um, but DMX, someone started something. Wow, wow, um, wow. Yeah, I mean, yep. That is a. Ch- you. I think that's one of Mace's best verses. Yeah, uh, Mace came through with that. Mace. I'm gonna say something so controversial, very Go controversial. Go on. Mace had the best verse on that song. Yeah, I, I think you could you could say that. I'm not, I'm not. Mace came through with the fire. That was one of the last glimpses at the time yeah, 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 yeah. of Murder Mace. He he came out and he says, "Listen, yeah, this is where I come from, innit? This is where I started. All that feels so good, and you know, no, um, no, this this is it. Yeah. From it. That's new. This yeah. is." This is what I was on. Yeah. Yeah. Great song. I think um, it's one of the best um the best posse cuts of all time. Yeah, I was I was gonna have posse cuts as as a, as another kind of thing of going, okay, what what posse cut outro, outro songs could I could I find? I, I put I shot you, the remix. Mm. Um mm. so I thought that would be good. I think obviously low end scenario. Ooh, yep, yep. Um yep. I've got a couple of tribes. I've got stressed out remix because Faith Evans killed it. Um, that's from Beats, Rhymes, and Life. I've got mid. So I thought, sort of, do I put God Lives Through from Midnight Marauders? And I think to myself, I've killed that. Um, so I'm going to put that in. Well, why, um, why the hesitation, though? Because uh, I thought I had too many tribes, you know. I mean, but tribe. <laughs> I mean, it's tribe. I, I mean, tribe, isn't it? <laughs> I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep like fair because I've got like seven different Jay Z ones in it. So I knew. I knew. I'm just wait, I was just waiting for you to talk about regrets, and Let I still me, can't. No, play. no. I'm gonna be. Look, I'm, I'm gonna keep 100 with you, at, um, Hove, in a second. But we'll go for it. We'll go for the list. I got. Um, you know what? I like. I like Fat Joe in it. Like I like Fat Joe, bro. I, me, I fucking. I love Fat Joe. Me too. Um, I was um, listening to um, I was listening to Jealous One's Envy last night. Well, there you go. Bronx keeps making it, right? Yeah, great, um, great pick. I, lo- I, lo- I, I love that Joe. Like, yeah, that's the truth. Too. I like. Um, but even with Tribe, I think even um, Amplified, Q-Tip, um, do it, see it, be it. I think we can we can chuck that in. Um, I think we can chuck that in. Did Dilla do that? Dilla did cope. He co-produced. He produced the whole album with Q-Tip. Album, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. the whole album. Okay, okay. I got I shot you. Talked about in memory of coming for that. Talked about um, word to the motherland. Kane, long live, uh, long live Kane. Um, put that in because uh, he still performs that as part of his set. Does he? Yeah, he does. He did, IG, he did an IG set actually, um, heard, which I watched. It's on YouTube. It's really good. Oh, man, that guy's he's got his son breaking. It's yeah, bro. Kane is Kane is smooth. I, I, and, I think Kane Kane has another great. Dare I say classic album in him? Yeah, 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 yeah. You Kane, Kane, Kane is. Man, I love Kane, bro. I, I really, I really love Kane. Like he's just, he's, he's um timeless. Yeah, he'll. Uh, it, it will be a sad day. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It'd be a sad day, bro. I'm a, I'm a shed tear now. I'm a shed Anto- tear. Antonio Hardy and that. And is that it? Oh, yes, it is Antonio. <laughs> bro, listen. See, look at that. It's just a smooth name, bro. Bro, it's, it's, it's just, bro, that name is so swaggy, yeah? Antonio <laughs> Hardy, yeah? Someone said to me, listen, imagine your girl came to you and said, yeah, right, this guy was trying to chat to me. and said, what's his name? Antonio Hardy. I would back down. <laughs> I would I would stand down. He's, he okay. is a, he is a smooth operator, bro. He's a smooth operator. I love I love Kane. Um, I don't know if I can fit this in if I'm allowed, right? Black on both sides. Why are you picking my my um top five, bro? Sorry, I'm just saying. Can I? Yes, you may, can. Talk about May it. May May to December. There's no rapping in it, really, is there? Nope. No. So could I think? Could I just rapping? So does that mean that I can put the previous song in? No, I've because I've got it. Listen, I'm not telling you what to do in it, but I have uh, I have made to December on here just because it's. I mean, I mean, it's a great song. I just don't know myself. The one before that has, you know, is that that's mathematics, right? Yeah, <sighs> made to December just... is the last song. But you know what I love about it, bro? It's the fact bro. that it's such a lyrically dense album to close it. I remember the first time I heard that album, thinking, "Oh my god, like there's no there's no lyrics on it," and he he produced that song. Yes, so, yeah. yeah. I've written here in my notes that um, it was a bold move to close an album like that with an instrumental. It's still yeah. very musical. There's lots yeah, of sounds yeah, yeah. and parts going on, but it's also very dark and spiritual. Call me crazy and, you know, put the title of the album aside. I feel extra black when that beat comes on. I did a freestyle over that beat with uh, with Drastic when we were in Grand Central. We, we is that right? Yeah, the beat was fire. We took that. The beat is fire. The beat is fire. We took that. Yeah, yeah I think that's, uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, I'll put that. Um, obviously, um, we talk about Biggie. I've got you, you're nobody till somebody kills you. Um, uh, I've got important. I've got life's on the line. Fifty from Get Rich, best song. Uh, oh man, um, I actually have a curveball here, and it's only because I I, I was looking at most. And I thought to myself, hmm, remember that song he did with ASAP Rocky? It's called Back Home. Home. So I want to put that in just because it. Because I, I, I had my doubts about ASAP Rocky. I'm going to be honest with you. His first, first, game his first album intrigued me. And, you know, we talked about we talked about Posse Cuts a few minutes ago. One yeah. Train is probably... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's one of the greatest Posse Cuts of the last the last 10 years. Yeah, we can... Well, we can, we can, we can man. He had um, Action Bronson, Yellow Wolf, Crit, Danny Brown, Kendrick, Joey Badass. Yeah, and a few yeah, yeah. other people all on one song. No, no. I... I yeah, no, I I don't I don't disagree. I respect it. I, respect I, don't, it. I don't disagree. So I've got I've got ASAP and uh, and uh, Mo Steph on that back home. Okay. Um, I have what I have. T- I have tears on here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have tears on here. Wu Tang. I've got Wu Tang. I've got, I've got tears. I've got um, you the man, Black Moon. Yes, uh, I've got which features uh, features a very young Havoc. Seeing as I, we just finished celebrating the infamous 25th anniversary, yes, yeah, 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 I've got Quiet Storm the remix just because I, I I just want I just want to throw in some Lil Kim as well in there. Controversial thoughts, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna uh, put that in Quiet, there. Quiet Storm is meh. yeah, no, I'm just gonna put it again. It's just I'm just putting it in there for the 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 size of the song and what it yes. meant. Okay, I forget, that. I forget not because not because oh I like I listen to that when I'm walking. Like I'm more likely to listen to May to December or or um, stressed out than I would then go. Oh, I need you know what I need to listen to today? Quiet Storm remix. No, no, no. Quiet it's just that beat. It's the beat. It's it was it's been um, freestyled over to death. Um, it's it's a bed for radio fucking shows. It's it's that thing, right? It's it's what it means. It makes you want to um, meet all people. That's also the other thing. Speaking of. Um, beating people up um, and the Wu-Tang Clan who have got a storied history in that. I've got one which I, I really like this album. I don't know about you, but Ghostface, Fish Scale, is an album I really enjoy. Okay. I, think I, it was I, like, I like it too. I like it, it too. It was at that time where Def Jam were trying to get like two albums a year from him. I think yeah. this came this came out in the fourth quarter. I can't remember what year. I, I like the album too. I, I can't say I love it. Um, no, I can't say I love it. No, I like it. It's, a, it's. A, I think it's. A, I think it's a solid album that I. It's got good for me. It's got good replay value. I could just listen to it. Okay. Like I don't. I. I can just listen to it from start to finish. Not in the same way I can listen to Blueprint, which is different. Right. 
with fish gag, just whack it on, boom. It's like it's like it's like me putting on friends. I know what I'm getting, I'm putting it on and I'm good. I can watch the whole episode or I could do something and, and not have to, and, and be distracted. Okay, well um, I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put fish scale on later. Okay, I've got I've I got love, B- I love the, um, MF Doom tracks on there though. Underwater was great. Underwater was great. I got I got B easy from, from Fish Scale. I'm trying to look at what else I've got here. Uh Talib. Was the last song on there. Sorry? B Easy was the last song on there. Apparently so. Okay, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's, it's title, baby. But I think your titles I think your title's all wrong, bruv. Is it really that wrong? I think so, bro. You're dealing with you're dealing with memory, man, today. Okay, that's fine. I'm 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 easy with that. I mean, what was the last song? Oh, I think you might be you know what? You know what? Oh, I'm not I, this is this is the yeah, 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 yeah. You might I think there was some the B Easy remix Mix. with yeah. Ice Cube, I think might be Yeah, that's what, that's what that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at that. Yep, yep, so you're not wrong. Forgive me. It's the Ice Cube one because again, Cube, right? So yeah. what my thought process when going through this would be like, "Oh, Ice Cube." Right. Oh, what other songs has he done? Most F. Oh, what other songs has he done? You know what I mean? Like, I'll okay. I'll go through it in in that way. So I've got um the the remix. I should write, I should expand. Sorry, be easy with um with Cube because I you know I I have a fondness for Ice Cube. I know. Um, we'll go through um why we always do this podcast, Jay Z. Um, oh, I was I was I was dreading this part. So my favorite is Beach Chair, um, no, from Kingdom Come. Bounce, man. Bounce, man. No, listen. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I was gonna lay off the whole hove stuff today because I was like, it's too much in it. No, um, it, it, it's it's too much, but it's who you are, isn't it? So talk. So when when we talked about when we talked about earlier about Kendrick, I I would put Kendrick as a person who takes his outros and his albums generally very seriously. Yes, um, I think I I'm gonna throw it there to be controversial, but I think Drake has got some good outros too, or songs that are big enough. Again, same criteria, big enough, or songs that are good that. Can um, close an album. Give me, an, think, give me an example of one. Uh, Pound Cake, Paris Morton. That's, um, a good That's a good one. I'd say six PM in New York. From uh, if you're reading I this, I don't recall ever. I mean, I have the album. I just can't remember how the song goes. It's 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 good. He's rapping in it. He's rapping. Um, and then, rap, then rap. and just and, and, and then, yeah, go on. Why is it when rappers actually rap nowadays, people say yeah, he he's really rapping? Ain't that what you're supposed to do? No, because we went through a, a tumultuous period, right? Imagine yeah. someone being a doctor, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's really you doing know, surgery. He's really doing it. Don't you? Don't let's not forget, right? We had a whole whole thing about a whole campaign about hip hop is dead, right? Oh, and the bar is on the floor, bro. Yeah, but that's just, but bro, that's that's how it is. That's that that sadly, that's how it goes. Look at what's happening in the world right now. These mans can't even get fucking gowns to hospitals, bruv. You'd think that's standard, bruv. The, the, as as a as a society, bruv, we are we are we are we are not doing the most we can, right? We're not living our best life, bruv. All right. Um, I would I would put that in. Um, I think for the for the the commercial aspect of it, the motto from Take Care. I love that song. Was a big song. That beat was so, that beat was so simple, but to me it was crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, oh, it is a simple beat, but the way they, I think I, I swear Wayne and song, um, I swear that's the song he um, he did the whole YOLO thing for the first time. He might have yes, because obviously I think Ross Ross referenced it first, right? I think that might be the song. You know, it might be the motto, and if it is the motto, that mean I think that just makes the song even bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a thing for a, a long time. Yeah. So for Hove, right? So we thought about intros last time, and then we yep. went with the Dynasty intro. And I thought, okay, what what ended that one? And it was Beanie and Hove. Um, where have you been? Very introspective in that. So I'm gonna chuck that in. Um, I don't really have Beach Chair. Um, I would put my first song from the Black Album. Um, I'll put that. Oh, in can there. we just can we just can make this real quick? Yeah. You're gonna put every Jay Z closing song. I'm not. I'm not. I've only got one more, really, that I'm going to add in. What's that? Um, Falling from American Gangster. That's a good song. That's, That's it. Because I can put regrets, but I don't... But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like regrets. I love regrets. No, Peter but... Peter Panic, bro. This, this, I don't like it, bro. I don't like the song. I don't like, I don't like listening to that song. Maybe nah, because I have so many regrets in my life that it makes me look inward. And I don't want to look inward. I want to look outward. Nah, man, man was right? he held up a mirror to you, innit? Made you yeah, realize. Yeah, 
I've been selling, I've been, I've been, I've been selling these drugs in these streets, isn't it, bro? It's not good. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. Um, don't say that. No, of course not. But then uh, that's that's all I've got for hope. I'm going to put yeah. fall in, and 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 just because we talked about the dynasty intro, where have you been? Uh, and that's and that and that's basically I've all, I, that's all I got. So talk about Drake now. That's um, a good. List. That's a good list. Yes, I've got, got a few here myself, bro. I'm going to run through this real quick. Because um, you know me, an underground aficionado, so I have to shine some light to certain people. Hit me, hit me. Um, the title track from their debut album, uh, it really just sums up the importance of listening to music and the entire experience. That's what I love about it the most. So, you know, Fonte, Fonte on the song says, um, I'm just got, I've just got his lyrics up here where he goes, Music was my sanctuary, so I take a long listen to hip hop living out my life in songs wishing. My parents, I could get along with them, so I'd go inside my room, then dig deep inside the strong rhythms. It just really shows you the the immersive the immersive nature of getting a CD, going home, listening to the album, and learning every word of it. Like Fonte says on the song, he talks about buying "Long Live the King." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To, to what we spoke about before, he sat down and learned learned every word of it. So I love that song because it also samples Troy. Which is really interesting because Ninth mm. Wonder, being a being a, a student of Pete Rock, it kind of just brought things full circle, and I think it really spoke to you know the the world that we're in now in terms of music consumption. I don't really feel like we're listening to music and sharing music in the way that we should be as music lovers. Um, so here's a question for you: When was the last time someone said to you, "Check out this song because you know you're gonna love the bridge section. It's got some strings on it." I don't Never. necessarily Never. get that. It's just Never. a bunch of links. Never. People send you links and it's almost like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Am I supposed to listen to it? Am I supposed to share it? But this song to me really, really highlights just how a lack of listening and really immersing yourself in music means that good music and messages get lost. Well, well put. Fantastic by OC and Apollo Brown. Nice. Which is a, an album I call a classic. I am not going to wait five, ten years like some people do to call albums classics. This album is an absolute stone cold classic. Most what people, call, sorry to interrupt, but most people just wait a day now to call a thing a classic. Yeah, but those are fools. They don't know now. <laughs> um, I love this song because it really highlights his career up until that point. What okay. really stood out about this song, I, you know, in hip hop circles, and um, I don't want to say that, you know, I'm the um, the be all and end all of the hip hop discussion, but for the most part, a lot of people that I spoke to, and the general consensus was that Bon Appetit, which was his third album, yeah, wasn't his best effort, particularly following Word Life and Jewels. Right. What I love about this song is that he addresses it. So even though he's highlighting his career, he's not just focusing on the best parts or the highlights of his career. He basically says, um, uh, Bon Appetit was received as a miss. He actually says it and he says that he felt the critique was like a slap in the face. Wow. So that's what I love about the song is that he's basically saying, look, I heard you. I heard what you said. I heard what the streets were saying. And, you know, even in interviews, he says that he really loves the album. He feels that that album you know, helped inspire the making of the blueprint and whatnot. But it was just really, I just thought it was really cool that he addressed that. Um, the beat produced by Apollo Brown, it's got a real gospel feel to it. Mm. And it's very, very angelic, especially with the singing part at the end. But what I love the most about the song, is that it, it's a nice balance of braggadocio and reflection. That's OC in a nutshell though, isn't it? In some ways. That's my guy. Because he has that, right? He, he That's, that's lot, a lot of his albums are made up of that. Yes, he can talk about life and what he's gone through, but then also just, you know, word. Next on my list, "Honor Amongst Thieves" by Sky Zoo, which is a, a relatively new song produced by mm -hmm. Monstrosity. It's taken from "In Celebration of Us." Now, what I I really appreciate about this song, it's not even the rapping on the song; it's the story that he tells at the end of the song. It's a really powerful story. Um, it talks about everything from his home life with his parents to schooling and how what's the really interesting part of his story is that he talks about his his um being sent to live with his his dad and he talks about being sent to a school outside of his area and he always wondered as a kid is like dad like there's a school just down the road why can't i just go there and he talks about coming home from his school which was out of the ends and he walks by and he sees teddy bears and flowers um and a young basketball player got stabbed at the school and he says that's the moment it really hit him why his dad sent him so far out. It was to keep right. him away from all of that. But that story really resonated with me on a personal level because my parents sent me to a school outside of the borough that we lived in 
for the exact same reasons. They didn't want me to get mixed up in all this kind of, in, in the stuff that was going on where, where we was living and also just to give me a, a change of pace. And that right, right. That song really hit home for me as well because I've been listening to Sky Zoo for like, you know, last 10, last 10 to 12 years. But it was only when I heard that song, I was like, okay, I had an idea of who you were or who you are. But now I know why and what's made you who you are. Mm, mm. And to have that kind of revelation and insight at the end of, you know, 10, 12 years really, really hit home for me. And it showed me the similarities with me and Sky Zoo, like in terms of our stories, you know, mm. being really, really uh, big advocates of the written word and that kind of stuff. And it's, um, it's a great album that I would highly recommend if you haven't heard it. In, yeah, in I haven't heard it. I will, I will give it a listen. I would definitely recommend it. Right. What else have I got here? On, this, this, is a, this is a bit of a left a left field one. No regrets by Master Ace. I had I had revelations from Long Hot Summer. I took it off. Okay, well this this song right here, I feel when I listen to it, it's produced by Domingo. Shout out to Domingo. Domingo, uh, okay, okay. Very overlooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he might have done Bronx Keeps Creating It for Fat Joe. I think, I he, did. I think he did. I think he did. I think he did. One of them did it. Anyway, yeah. No Regrets by Master Ace. Um. I've written here that it's a defiant ending to what was considered a comeback album. It was um it was a middle finger to all the detractors and all the naysayers. Mm. Some of the lyrics on the song, he basically says, look, even if things haven't been perfect or they haven't gone great, I'm still happy with with, with what I've with what I've achieved. So he says, you know, if I never recorded another song, if I was wrong and nothing I spitted was ever strong, if I never perform at another venue, if this genuine love doesn't continue, if none of my records were ever sold, if I fold and never see platinum or even gold, if no one ever again I rec- if no one ever again can recall if I stalled and start and start working part time at the mall, he's basically saying, look, man. I'm thankful for everything. Even if all that stuff happens, I'm still thankful for everything. But what's really interesting about the song is that he, at the time, this was just like, it's easy to say, oh, it's just another Master Ace album or it's it's a comeback album. But after watching the documentary, this song really hits home because he had intended for this to be his last album. Right, okay. So when you listen to the song now or when I listen to the song, it feels almost like it was a farewell letter. Mm-hmm. It's right, fans, right, and right. I think it it hits home, you know, e- even more for me. Okay, Master so Ace is excellent. Yeah, he's one of my um, he's one of my uh top top. T- I I'll put Master Ace on my top fifteen, maybe top twenty MCs. And yeah. when you can see how many MCs are on planet Earth, that's pretty high. There is a lot. I mean, I think Draper is in my top five. <laughs> um, just for the just for the sheer just for the sheer fact that. Like Doom, he's just mysterious, but we just don't know who Draper is. Have you, you sent him I mean? the for him? Nah, of <laughs> course not, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you want to ask, ask him for the stems? You want to mix it? You should tell. You should tell the story now. Now that you bring it up, you're you're now a producer, isn't it? Like you sent <laughs> your first beat, like most people these days. Remember the you remember the times when people would start making beats or rapping, and they'd sit in their room for years yeah, until yeah, they craft. Yeah, yeah. No, not today. So it made one beat, sent it over, and it was very Indian, which is not a bad thing. I would say Latin. It was a lot of Latin influence. It was mad Indian, bro. Mad. Nah, it was. It was. It was very forty and Drake infused with the like the vocals, right? The the, vo- the, the to, vox and that the vox. You're trying to bring back bourbon. <laughs> I'm telling you now, right? Ooh. I made that. I made that in thirty minutes. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. Disposable arts, isn't it? Pun intended. It, it was thirty minutes. I was like, oh, I just want to mess around. And I was like, "Oh, this is not so bad, right? I got, I got, there's something there. I don't know what it is. It's trash. That's what it is. But it's there. So I just started sending to people. This is what I've been doing my afternoon. Do you know what I mean? Couldn't oh I my god! No, I wasn't a pie that. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> when you sent me the beat, I was like, "Raw." <laughs> so it coming like steel bangles. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think what we need to do is we need to do like an IG live or some sort, and we need to like get a rapper or a producer and just talk through the fundamentals of how to make a beat. I ain't got right? time for that, bro. We should do that. Get someone to go, how do you sample? And the reason why I say that is not for the people, for me. I've got an MPC here, like a portable one. I've got a music software now. I've got some time on my hands. I might as well do it. You know what I mean? Bro, make, me, make me a beat. Make me a beat. If I like it, I'll rap it. Make me a beat. 
I don't know how. I don't even know. I'm just using loops. I don't know how. Bro. Make it happen. Do what this Throw the manual away and get busy. <laughs> I'm trying to teach myself how to code websites. No, I'm trying to make it. Look, bro, listen, listen. I'm trying to code. So I know HTML, right? So like I know HTML, CSS. I know I can look at code and shit like that. So what I'm trying to do is become an all-rounder where I produce, record. I can't rap, but I can record you. Um, I can mix down your podcasts, right? I can edit and mix down your podcasts, and I can build a website for you. That, my friend, is new economy. That's what I call the Can you do the basics, though? Can you change a plug? Can you change a tire? Can you cook? Nah, bro. You buy someone. You you hire someone. I can cook. I can cook. Yeah, I can cook a little bit, bro. I made I made some rajma on that yesterday. Yeah, what is that? I made some rajma, bro. It's red kidney beans. You get me? Made that, that sounds yesterday. Hard, that sounds yeah. hard. I'll look. In fact, after we after we finish here, I'll show you what I made last week. Right? Nah, you're cool, bro. You're cool. Nah, nah, bro. Salivate over my food and that. You get me? Sometimes people be putting up pictures of their food and I don't feel hungry no more, bro. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm cool. nah, this this will I'm make cool. you hungry. This will make I you hungry. Saw, I, saw, I saw a video. I'm even gonna say who, man. I saw someone put like boiled egg and beans on on lettuce, bro, and spam. I'm like, what? nope, not me, mate. Mm-mm. No, no. I'm, I basically I basically made uh, mutton paneer without cheese. So it's no, it's not like the because paneer is cottage cheese, right? So I paneer, made it. Paneer I made is amazing. It, yeah, yeah. But I made it with um, I made it with uh, tofu. And what I did was, um, you you like you kind of put the, the tofu, you cut the tofu pieces into little chunks. You put it into the oven, right? So it gets crispy in that. You put some like um, oil, like not oil, um, not like cooking oil, but um, you put some sort of oil on it. it cooks, gets crispy, brown, and then you mix it in with everything like the turka, and that, the turka. You know, the, remember I told you about the turka? Remember I told you about that? Asian people, so it's like garlic, ginger, tomatoes, onions. It's cooked into a little kind of sauce. That's the basis of every Indian food. Every Indian food has a basis of like this turka. But it's not something like something you lot stole from black people to be honest with you. No, 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 no. This is this is our thing, isn't it, bruv? You put some turmeric, you put some garam masala, you get me some some chili powder and that. You get me. When he said one thing in, in all the ingredients list that don't sound like something we did. From you said ginger, I'm like, yeah, we was in the mix somewhere. Ginger, um, garlic. Yeah, that's us, bro. That's tomatoes, all us. Tomatoes. All us, bro. Um, onions, turmeric. You got turmeric in there? You got turmeric in there? Bro, of course, I got turmeric in my in my cupboard right now, bro. That's what. That's what that's I don't what care if it's in your cupboard, bro. It's not like cuisine, bro. You need to stop so, stealing, man. So anyway, you don't make turmeric on it because that's our thing. I don't, I don't. I don't. So anyway, anyway, you make that and then you put everything in. You get some peas and shit. I'm making rice out here, bro. I'm I hear you, man. Bear in mind, innit? We're talking music. It's not a cooking show. Bro, I should do a cooking. I should do a cook, bro. That's the other thing. Now. I should do IG live cooking shows, bro. That's the problem with you lot. You lot do it like there's no privacy anymore. Like just cook your food and what be quiet. Mean, lot in it. What do you mean this lot? Just cook your food and be quiet in it. Cook I your do, food in it. I just cook my food, bro. Eat it and that, and then tell me I suck out in it, bro. That's what I do, bro. Can I go through my honourable mentions in terms yeah, of? Yeah, please uh, do. Yeah, please do. Because right. we'll wrap this up. Go on. I got Compton by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I am Blue and Exile. Jewels by OC. Oh. PNC by Smith and Wesson, Wu Banger One Hundred One by Ghostface Killer, yeah. North Star by Raekwon, which was the last song yes. on the CD version of Cuban Links. It's not on the mm-hmm. vinyl. Emeritus mm-hmm. by Scarface, love that song. Yeah. A Song for Asata by Common, Reunion by Slum Village, Chunky Fire, Outcast. We spoke about it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mess You Made by Sean Price. I really just think that I song about Sean Price. Yeah, yeah, that song really sums up his whole. Um, his whole self depreciation and how good he was at it. Yeah. Uh, don't want to be right. This is. I'm, I think I'm like one of five people in the world that knows this album, but it's still a great album. What it's album? An, it's called. Um, the album's called Serenade for the Moment by Analogic and Rashid Hadi. The song is called Don't Want to Be Right. Love, love, love that. Love, okay. love that song. Um, he talks about his love for music and you know basically if he's wrong, he don't want to be right. Still standing, Pharrell Monch, um, mm-hmm. from the War album. Yeah, I've got two here from Brother Ali. So victory from Shadows on the Sun and Ear to Ear from the Undisputed Truth. Miles to the Sun by Hieroglyphics taken from Third Eye Vision. Yeah. And the Dippin' Remix by King T, one of the greatest remixes of all time. King T, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. King T. 
Biggie was he's West Coast, right? King King T. He's um you know the founding member of the Liquid Crew, Alcoholics, the Far yeah, Right. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's none right, of them, right. none of them man could come if it weren't for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Legend, legend, Roger McBride, legend. Damn. One day, you know, you should do a quiz on the show. Like, just ask me like random rappers, and I'll just tell you their real names. Like, just willy nilly. Willy nilly. Yeah, willy nilly. I got one for you now, bro. Pause. Now don't do it now, innit? I might get it wrong, innit? <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. I'm thinking now that you're talking about that, I was thinking about I was just looking at Immortal Technique. Okay. I'm just thinking to myself, what has he got? Outros wise. I need a look. Yeah, I need to I need to read. you know who has really good outros? You just reminded me actually. Who? God. Songs. Oh, the Jedi Mind Tricks dude, Vinny Paz. Vinny Paz. Oh, Vinny. Most of his albums are very, um, you know, very hard hitting, and but he always ends with a really good, yeah, 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 yeah. conceptual song, um, and that's something I look forward to on all his all his solo projects for the most part. No, fair. I think it's some really, really good, um, really good picks there. Thank really, you, man. Really I'm, I'm gonna make a playlist with these with these um, suggestions. You've done a good job. Well, thank you. I mean, that's what they pay me for, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Better that, better that than cooking in it, bro. Because I can't be cooking it, bro. You cooking with turmeric and ginger and that. What if I produce? Bro, what if I produce while I cook? So you'll basically just be like um, Action Bronson. I'd be Action Bronson, but actually producing while I'm cooking. So like for every for every stir is like a kick and a snare. You get me? Like I'm on this thing. Come on. Okay. I think we need to wrap this up, bro. I think you're getting, <laughs> you're getting way too carried away. It's, it's the afternoon and I haven't had my sea salt and that ain't calmed me down, innit? Bro, I, mean, I, ain't, I ain't had lunch. I'm faded. Please, you need to eat some food. Um, yeah, man, got a headache. No, no, you need to eat some food. Drink some water. Wash your ass. But before you wash your hands, you know what I mean? And wash your yeah, ass. And, wash your, and don't touch there's your face a, after, you get me? Because people do There's that. a process to this. <laughs> Not the, the fact that we, you know, there's a process to now washing your hands because people are that nasty. There's nah, they pro- are, bro. They wash their hands and then put it, uh, wash their ass and put it into their mouth. Like, nah, bro. Other way, innit? I know. I know. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. Uh, we'll wrap this one up. This is a good episode. Um, Thanks. So thank you for your time. Uh, as always, uh, you wonderful listeners can uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Break the Atoms. Uh, we are on every single favorite uh, podcast platform so feel free to subscribe leave us a review if you've got any pics of your own do get in touch with us on social media chris any last words no peace